Welcome to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast, where every two weeks we explore all the aspects of the weight loss surgery journey. We'll hear from a range of experts, including bariatric surgeons, psychologists, patients, and dietitians, sharing up-to-date informative advice to help fast-track your long-term weight loss success. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast. I'm Jackie Lewis. And today I'm going to discuss the uh, issue of iron deficiency or anemia after weight loss surgery, which is quite a common issue, especially in women after surgery and is brought about by a number of different factors, which I'll explain in this podcast. So iron deficiency and anemia after weight loss surgery are quite common. Generally, Studies have shown that 20 to 49% of gastric bypass patients develop iron deficiency anemia within 12 months of their surgery date. So when I refer to iron deficiency anemia, it's uh, values that show in the regular blood testing conducted after such surgeries that indicate the levels of iron in the blood are low. Not only that, the stores of iron, so ferritin status is also qualifying as quite low. It's up to your GP and your dietitian to reflect on the scores in your bloods, but also outlines the commitment to regular blood testing after surgery to make sure that you're staying on top of any decline in any of the nutrients that are affected by weight loss surgery. So iron deficiency anemia will affect the way you feel. Different signs of deficiency start to permeate your day-to-day and sometimes can become perhaps just a way that we feel. We don't necessarily put it down to a nutrient deficiency. We just start to accept that fatigue, shortness of breath, irritability, anxiety, interrupted sleep. So when iron deficiency is in the picture, often getting to sleep won't be a problem because you're totally exhausted by the end of the day. But staying asleep or sleep maintenance will be significantly affected. So perhaps you'll fall asleep nicely at 9.30, but be woken by 11 with the inability to fall back to sleep relatively easily. Other symptoms related to iron deficiency can be head Headaches, poor memory, general confusion, overall feeling of just not being able to conduct proper planning, organisation skills, keeping everything together overall. As iron deficiency gets worse and becomes an anemic state, which is affecting the health of your blood cells. So I think we can talk about iron deficiency as being shortness of breath, irritability, fatigue. But what we're really missing is the fact that iron is a huge contributor to the overall transport of oxygen in the blood, as well as the health and the formation of blood cells from the very beginning of their inception. So healthy blood, you can imagine blood makes up quite a large part of our health picture. So forming healthy white red blood cells is a huge contribution to your overall longevity and your health. Far-reaching effects of anemia might express as brittle nails, so splitting chipped fingernails. Some people experience what we call spooning in their fingernails, so anything that's a convex shape, large sort of deep ridging on the nail bed. Um, Hair loss, which we do see in our bariatric community as a whole. Hair loss is linked to sometimes 
the impacts of iron deficiency anemia on the function of the thyroid. So thyroid gland relies heavily on oxygen. And if there's a short supply of iron, a low supply of oxygen, you're also affecting your thyroid health. So the thyroid is also linked to weight maintenance, thermoregulation, so whether your body's feeling hot or cold and whether your body can adjust to the external temperature. So these are things we do hear of um, in weight loss surgery patients and quite often they can be put down to just general weight loss. I'm feeling cold, I'm losing my hair, I'm not losing the weight I expected to. Could be linked to I'm iron deficient I'm feeling tired, my hair's falling out, and I can't keep my body warm. So you can see how these symptoms may be quite insipid, and um, you can see how things do get overlooked. Another example of what might lead to us thinking we're iron deficient is lightheadedness. So anything when we're standing, from sitting to standing, where we see black spots in the air, we might be a little bit dizzy, we might need to sit back down again. This can also be related to blood glucose levels, but generally you'll find that a combination of things will lead to lightheadedness when standing up. Pale skin colour, looking at the skin overall, uh, nail beds will be quite pale. Also, this, the pallor of the inner eyelid will be quite white instead of a beautiful, healthy, red, fresh, full of blood colour. Shortness of breath is not uncommon. Some patients experience heart palpitations. Anxiety can prevail when anxiety anxiety can prevail when iron deficiency is present. Another indicator is a sore or swollen tongue, mouth ulcers, poor immunity, so regular colds and flu that are unusual for your general health picture. So overall, what can be done about this? So additional daily iron supplementation is recommended for a period of time when your iron does become low. Your BN multivitamin is constructed in a way that is geared to maintain your current iron status. So if your iron is healthy, if you're taking your BN multi twice a day, you'll generally find that the dose of iron present in the two-a-day dose is enough to maintain the current level. If you're deficient or you're heading that way, you will need extra iron on top of those two multivitamins. So we use that in a separate dose of iron only. Extra iron will be needed daily for some three to six months, depending on the level of deficiency. The recommended dose to treat iron deficiency is between 180 to 220 milligrams of iron per day taken in small doses. The other thing to consider is supplementing alongside with some vitamin C to increase the absorption of iron. And whilst you're trying to boost your iron levels, you really need to be having your bloods tested a few times. So generally every two months, the cycle of a red blood cell is 120 days. So each blood cell born and lives for 120 days and then it comes to the end of its lifespan. So if you're boosting your iron levels, really that you need a full blood cycle to have taken place to see that those new blood cells are forming in a healthy way. We will say changes in oxygen levels and general um, size of your blood cells will be enhanced if your iron is of a healthy level. In gastric bypass patients, the bypass of the first part of the small bowel 
decreases the absorption of iron because the duodenum is the most efficient part of the small bowel for iron absorption. Ideally, iron should be taken on an empty stomach if you can tolerate it, but generally after weight loss surgery, that's not generally uh, accepted. So some people will become nauseous if taking iron on an empty stomach. Another thing to include in your thoughts, competitors for iron absorption and the things that will block iron. Uh, Caffeine is a big one, tea, coffee. Calcium is also a competitive nutrient for iron. So at certain doses, your calcium might block iron absorption. It's generally found in the literature that a dose of calcium above about 500 milligrams should be taken away from an iron supplement. So the BN Multi chewable range is designed so that the calcium in the chewable multi does not compete with the iron at the dose that it's been provided. The smaller, more regular doses of calcium after weight loss surgery are recommended. Other things that compete with iron absorption are brand products, cocoa, and some nuts can impair the absorption of iron. So tips for getting more iron in the diet. What do we do to increase the iron in our food and help it to be absorbed in a more efficient way? So generally, the reason for iron deficiency prevailing after any kind of weight loss surgery is due to reduced levels of digestive enzymes and also the stomach acid that's needed to absorb the iron. So the foods that you're looking at are rich in iron include beef, chicken, turkey, eggs, dried lentils, peas, beans, fish, liver, peanut butter, soybeans, iron-fortified cereals and breads, and dark-coloured foods such as raisins, prunes, and even apricots. High vitamin C foods to pair with these iron-rich foods are citrus fruits, Kiwi, strawberries, broccoli, sweet potatoes, mango and pineapple. So some of those foods would make a lovely combination of a, for a great meal. So the best way to add iron to the diet is to eat more foods that are rich in iron, obviously. The other thing that has been proven to help with iron absorption is not only vitamin C, but some kind of probiotic. By increasing the level of good bacteria in the gut, it seems to be able to um, assist in iron absorption and helping to support the iron receptors. The following strategies can maximise your iron intake after weight loss surgery of any kind and refraining refraining from drinking tea and coffee with meals is to be observed. Generally, the rule of thumb is if you're having anything with iron in it and you're looking to increase your iron absorption, you need to separate your coffee or your tea or anything with caffeine in it by about two hours. So refrain from eating foods rich in calcium at the same time with those that are rich in iron. The other thing we've brought in to affect our BN iron tablets. So One tablet of iron from the BN range contains 24 milligrams of iron, which will aid in healthy blood cell production and support blood cell health. You can find this on the store at bnmulti.com. Looking at the different forms of iron is also something that needs to be considered. Heme iron is derived from animal sources and non-heme iron is vegetarian. Heme sources of iron are much more bioavailable and are also better absorbed by the body. Non-heme sources are not as bioavailable, so sources from vegetables and 
plant-based foods, which also leads to iron deficiency in the vegetarian and vegan communities. It's also actually dependent on some vitamin C for absorption, which helps to convert the non-heme iron into a more bioavailable form. So checking your bloods on a regular basis and maintaining good levels of ferritin and serum iron are imperative after weight loss surgery. Gut health is something to be really mindful of if you do find that your iron levels are falling low. And in extreme cases of iron deficiency, an iron infusion may be recommended by your GP. These are not to be taken lightly. They will boost your iron incredibly quickly, but will also uh, cause quite some oxidation in the body. So something to consider when you've had an iron infusion is to perhaps make sure you're eating and supplementing with uh, enough of the antioxidant nutrients like A, C and E to offset any of the oxidation in the liver that the iron infusion might cause. So that's the scoop on iron deficiency after weight loss surgery. It's something really to be mindful of because the effects of deficiency can be quite far-reaching on your health and your day-to-day quality of life. For more information on bumping up your iron levels, please visit the bnmulti.com and in the Frequently Asked Questions tab where there's another article on iron deficiency after weight loss surgery. We'll chat to you next time. Thanks for listening. And just before you go, we would love to hear your feedback. So please give us a rating and review. For other interesting topics of conversation and inspiration, come and drop into our Facebook community at BN Bariatric. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we hope you will share on your Facebook or Instagram and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.